another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. Welcome to SA People. Yes, it's a brand new week and there's brand new stories. And of course, it's a brand new Janella Weller Fella Baxter coming all the way from Antibes in France. How are you doing today, Jen? Hello, Melanie. I'm doing really well because it's yacht season again, um, which means that a lot of South Africans and other people from around the world descend on Antibes and start looking for jobs on, on all the boats. So we had a South African arrive late last night. We've got a South African accent in the house now, which is really divine. He went off to the shop this morning for for his first time in Europe ever. And he waited at the counter for the lady to pack his bag. And, and you know, they, he couldn't speak French. And she mm-hmm. kept pointing at the back. And he was like, yeah, you know, you can go for it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and finally realized that she was not going to fill his bag. So I just thought that I should give two tips to South Africans who come over, mm-hmm. which is um, fill your own bags. And also always say bonjour. If you if you start any interaction with a French person, don't say excuse me or sorry. Say bonjour. That's what they consider polite, that you acknowledge somebody's presence and greet them. And then speak Afrikaans because if you speak English, they're just going to go no. <laughs> Something like that. But you, you guys are still in lockdown at the moment, aren't you? It's a half-half. Who knows? It's just two weekends. Mm-hmm. So, so we just did it this last weekend, but you're allowed out, uh, you know, for walks and everything. So we were still full, it didn't feel very lockdown-y. And during the week, it's absolutely normal until six o'clock. And then, and then we have a curfew at six. Yeah, well, we, we've um, now hit level one again, um, which is great uh, here I in know, South Africa. So exciting. So what's the biggest difference for you? You know, we're sitting there and going, why is there a curfew between 12 and 4? And, uh, you know, you have to try and explain to people that, you know, that's when a lot of trouble happens, especially now that people can buy alcohol again a lot. Must be to do with that. But, they, you know, people are getting to the stage of, if I want to go for a drive at 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm not bothering anybody, why can't I? So, I mean, unfortunately, it is one of those things you just have to stick with the laws and the rules and wearing your mask, even though there's a lot of people who say, we think this is all some kind of conspiracy theory and masks are not going to help. I, trust me, I think they do. So we just we stick with the program until we get through this whole thing. Exactly. I agree. Did you see the lady who took off her underwear in the pick and pay and put it over her face as a mask? you joking. No, I didn't see that. Where was that? I think it was somewhere in Pretoria. I've forgotten now. <laughs> but um, it was all on video. Mm-hmm. her freaking out about having to put a mask on. And um, one of our readers said that they actually went to that pick and pay the next day and the staff were quite traumatized because these women had been a little rude to them, um, you know, in doing their whole thing. Anyway, it went viral around the world. So, you know, in America, Australia, uh, England, they reported on this woman taking off her underwear. But if you look at the video very closely, it feels like her and her friend set it up because she only lifts one leg. And, and, and when she whoops up her knickers, she puts them straight on her head, whereas I wouldn't really know. Well, I, I don't know. She, 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 she did it, yeah, she did it very professionally. 
Maybe it's one of those influencers in the world. Who knows? We just need to get our 15 minutes of fame. Yes, ladies, keep your knickers on. But, um, Don't try this at home. Uh, yeah. But the thing is as well, you know, there's been all of these people that have written about stuff saying that, you know, we, we thought that when the pandemic happened that we would all pull together as nations. And unfortunately, it seems in so many cases it's been the opposite thing has happened where people have actually become polarized. We've seen it. All the issues that started that weren't really there. They were there but bubbling under before we all went into lockdown but everybody's nasty side came out so i think everybody needs to start working towards that positive attitude of working together to get everything better again and learn how to drive again i don't know why lockdown everybody forgot how to drive i don't want to leave my house purely because i hate being on the roads and as we know jenny refuses to come to johannesburg because she can't handle being on the roads with the way that people drive that's why you left the country as well Scary. I know. I know. Once I realized how people could drive, but then remember when I was younger, I was one of the worst drivers. So I really have no, <laughs> no right to talk. But yeah, it's a little crazy in South Africa. What other big news is there? I'm sure that you've heard that uh, Port Elizabeth is no longer. Uh, well, according to the people that live in Port Elizabeth, it is still Port Elizabeth and they will be Port Elizabethans till the day they die. Can you pronounce it, Jenny? Okay, I can't do a click. But, yeah. but I have watched the videos over and over because even the BBC abroad had a video on how to say it. It's something like Bercher. Bercher. Which is a little Bercher. bit difficult for, you know, the, the, the click-challenged people to actually pronounce. I know, but I think it's kind of exciting, you know. I think it's fun to embrace and it sort of makes you want to learn a little bit more causa or whatever. And, mm. and, you know, I came from Amshlali, Amshlali, place of rest. Amshlali, yes. And so, you know, whenever I traveled around the world, people would always look at my passport and have such fun trying to pronounce it. I know a lot of people in South Africa were up in arms, you know, what's going to happen to the tourism. I think the tourists are going to love it. They're going to love going to an authentic African-sounding named place, you know. Yeah, we want to go to that place that used to be called PEU. No, just call it the Windy City. There we go. It's done. Just rename it the Windy City. The Mother City in Cape Town because it takes nine months to get anything done, but it's just windy in PE. And I love love the South African humor. I mean, we had so many jokes and memes sent in. and, And just like you said, did you see the one with friends with Joey? You know, when there was an episode of Friends where Phoebe tried to teach Joey French. Yes. And they've done the same thing, but with Port Elizabeth. She's teaching him, you know, and he says, and then Bacha, Bacha. And then she says the whole word, and he replies to her, Port Elizabeth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you gave some tips for people who are coming overseas, and especially specifically to France. What other tips for them? Well, we had... One person particularly complained, and then we just had an influx of people all around the world. You know, they go overseas and they don't expect to stay so long, and suddenly they want to cancel their bank accounts back in South Africa. When they call up and, you know, finally get hold of somebody, they are told that they have to go into the branch. And even some South Africans within South Africa are being told that. So someone who's moved to Cape Town is told, oh, if you want to close the bank account, you need to come back to Santon or whatever. So we contacted one of the the big SA banks, Mm -hmm. and they have written us an article on exactly how you can 
close your account. And the good news is that you do not have to go into your original branch. But basically, we'll have all those tips on how to close your account if you want to, or how to keep it open in a way that doesn't cost you. Because no, most of us like eventually do go home. Sort out all of those things before you go moving anywhere, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, and what else has been happening over in your end of the world? This week, we had a wonderful exclusive interview with Jean or Jean, I never know. Dalport, Jean Dalport. That's it. Who is the executive chef at Restaurant Interlude in England. So Mm -hmm. he was working in South Africa for 10 years, was then at a restaurant in Hermanus, and the owner said, do you want to come overseas and open this beautiful, sustainable restaurant. It's set in a lovely forest with um, where he can forage for mm-hmm. ingredients for all his meals and everything. And um, he took on the challenge and has done so well that he got a Michelin star last year. He only moved to England uh, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a Michelin star last year and they've been uh, retained the Michelin star this year. And so oh, he was telling me, he was just telling me how wonderful it is because it's him and his South African wife mm-hmm. and then a guy who he used to work with in South Africa and who's a really good friend of his is his head chef, his sous mm-hmm. chef. That guy's wife also works. So the four of them, the four South Africans are doing it for South Africa and winning a Michelin star. That is awesome. (laughs) What other South Africans are doing well overseas that you've heard about? There's a lovely young 25-year-old who won the biggest kind of football player of the tournament in South Africa last year, Hilda Magaya has been um, snapped up by Sweden. She's got a two-year contract at a club in Sweden, actually called Moron, uh, the club. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's wonderful. As she said, you know, it's just fantastic. She's the second South African football player taken up by Sweden. And she said it's just so fantastic for the rest of the world to be seeing South Africa's talent and and how talented we are. (laughs) Well, we are. I mean, you know, it goes without saying. South Africans are awesome, wherever yeah, they are course. in the world. Of course, of course. <laughs> there was a, a horrible thing that uh, happened locally on World Wildlife Day. The man arrested in Krugersdorp with 7,000 lion bones. Yeah, but that? the good yeah. news, I mean, the good news is that he has been arrested. So mm. South Africa has this controversial law that allows for 800 lions, the bones from 800 lions, to be sold and and exported each year. This guy had 27 lions, which means 7,000 bones. And he had previously had licenses, but he did not have a license. Police, the hawks got a tip off. And um, so it's very exciting, I think, that they've got the guy and he is actually appearing in court today on World Wildlife Day. Why do you want to get lion bones sent overseas unless it's for a museum, for goodness sake, really? I know. It's for, it's, you know, it's because they're kind of running out of tiger bones. So now they're using the lion bones as a replacement in the traditional medicine is one it of the main It doesn't do anything. Reasons. What is wrong with people? Anyway, that, right, on the entertainment <laughs> front, what have you got for us? <laughs> well, there's two things that we're very excited about. One on Showmax, one on Netflix. Netflix is that uh, Loisa Gola, you know, the South African comedian, is getting the first, he's going to be the first African to have a 
hours stand-up comedy on Netflix internationally. Although Trevor Noah, I'm Trevor sure. Trevor Noah, I'm sure he's done it. Yeah. So I don't know if Trevor was counted as not being African because he wasn't living in South Africa when he did it. I don't know. But anyway, we're still very excited and very proud. That'll be um, hitting Netflix on 23 March. My favorite filmmakers in the world, because they did an anti-rhino poaching documentary, Susan Scott and Bonnet Dubard, who you may know, and they won so many awards for that documentary, which was called Stroop, and which SAP mm-hmm. members raised money for to make that movie be able to happen. Like they were the first, the movie almost didn't get made. They mm-hmm. had 24 hours and SAP people readers donated enough in that 24 hours for them to then continue and do a, a bigger... Uh, a bigger movie. A, a, and a bigger fundraiser. But anyway, they've done a movie that is called another documentary that is called Kingdoms of Fire, Ice and Fairy Tales. It sounds and, very, uh, what's his name, uh, George Martin, <laughs> Tales yeah. of Fire and Ice. They're stealing the it, name there. <laughs> it's, it is so beautiful. I've watched it. They, they went to like Yellowstone and to the Arctic and to the um, Black Forest in Germany. And they've just uncovered the most magical things. I mean, you see this one lake. It looks mm. like a rainbow. This is in Yellowstone. It's all these different colors. You know, it's, mm. uh, it's incredible. Nature, as you were saying last week, nature is just amazing. So, um, oh, and the thing about them is it's on Showmax right now, and they have just been nominated for their first international award at the World Wildlife Film Festival for Best Film Documentary. Holding thumbs that they win this one. That would be fantastic. <laughs> and, and that's so, another tip for South Africans coming overseas. Don't say holding thumbs. Nobody will understand you. You must say crossing fingers. Well, we need to get into at some stage talking about that. What you can and can't say is, you know, yeah. I know you get a lot of people saying, "What South Africanisms do we still say here in South Africa?" Absolutely. So we should work it out and get people to send in. What do you still say? It's lekker zef. <laughs> I do, <laughs> mainly because I really love the song from Valiant Swart. You know. <laughs> so yeah, we do I don't say think lekker. You're normal. Ne? <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, but I mean, I love it depends. You. Yeah, thank you so much. But uh, yeah, we must actually at some stage also um, just find out which of the musicians in the country or especially the struggling artists, as we've said, who's doing stuff online. Like um, last year, Owen Lonza um, put a whole bunch of stuff, Come Fly With Me, which they did with the people dancing with their masks on in an aircraft hangar. So they're organizing things like that. And then you can pay to get the tickets to actually kind of, you know, be able to pay the performers at least. So whenever those kind of things come up, I think we need to let you know and um, we'll put a thing out to all of the impresarios and uh, event organizers and say right if you want to support arts in South Africa because of course they're coming they really aren't being helped much at all okay it's it's, it's very sad so if you want to like get involved in supporting the arts like they did with the movie Strup then let's do it okay so we'll let you know Awesome, awesome. Because also, you know, the expat audience loves to help, really. Mm, excellent. So we'll do that. 
but uh, we will be catching up again next week. Uh, what have you got that's coming up before we go quickly? That it might be, you know, you're going, any interviews coming up that are going to be going out on SA People? Yes, we've got two very exciting ones. One, um, a, 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 a registrar has done an interview for us with an amazing woman at Baraguanath Hospital who's been at mm-hmm. the forefront of getting the vaccine rollout happening, Dr. Moodley. So we've we've got that coming up. And we've also got an interview with uh, Jenny Rod, who was Princess Diana's trainer. Oh, okay, and how, cool. and yeah. how you can get involved and learn from her too. Although Melanie's also pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I want her to teach me how I can get a job being a trainer to the royals. That would be a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jen, it's always lovely. Thank you so much for, for tuning in across the world, 6,000 miles away. But still, we are one nation. And uh, of course, we'll, we'll get you again next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mal. Miss you already. Bye-bye. Hi, we are Goliath and Goliath, and you're listening to another solid gold podcast. Podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>